Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline. I'm so happy for you guys to be here. Two weeks always, excuse me, two weeks always feels like such a long break from the podcast when I take it and it's not really that often that I take these kind of two-week breaks, but (laughs) since I started the podcast, I definitely have moved a lot. So when I'm in the midst of moving, sometimes there needs to be a little break. So here we are. Um, I'm going to be doing an episode today, which you have probably already seen in the title at this point, just reflecting on the past year in Boston. And there's definitely going to be two episodes for this. And I have most definitely been procrastinating recording this um, because the reflection episodes are always the hardest for me to record. Um, The first three episodes of the podcast when I told my story of why I started this podcast was super hard to record. And um, when I recorded the reflection on New Orleans, that was really hard to record. And it's like, they're all hard for different reasons. Like with New Orleans, I mean, with all of them, you just go through so many emotions in a place. And especially with the past year in Boston, I, it's been a really, really tough year there. And excuse, (laughs) excuse the sounds of like jet planes. They keep flying over my room. Um, But yeah, the past year in Boston has been incredibly challenging, incredibly challenging. Um... So yeah, it's been extra hard for me to be ready to talk about it and to dive into really how things went and to reflect on how I felt when I first moved there and just how how that all shifted and was really hard the way that it did shift. And I think it's all really fitting because today I'm recording this on the first eclipse of 2020 if you follow astrology you will know what that means and i will be having an amazing astrologer on the podcast soon so if you're interested you can follow it more and follow the moon cycles and moon rituals and all of those fun things but basically this eclipse is is really kind of about what was going on june of last year and then November, December (laughs) last year because those were the last eclipses and I'm just having so many downloads when I just say that out loud and kind of like releasing the past year and moving forward to your new life, your new timeline, like what is next and I am am really feeling that energy. It's also a time of all the limiting beliefs and all the, the pain and the emotions and all the things of the past year and stuff kind of coming up for you to be be released to start a new cycle with this eclipse portal that we're going to be in for the next two weeks. So all that to say, it's a very fitting time to record this episode. I'm not sure exactly how far into my time in Boston I'll get today, maybe up until December, because a lot happened in six the first six months I was there. Um, You can also listen to some of my other episodes where I do life updates or just, you know, I'm always talking about my life and 
this is just more like a summary of really how the past year has been and this podcast is such a blessing and I'm, I'm so glad I started it in 2020 and so glad I shared my journey before that because the past three years and I really think 22 to 25 is a wild <laughs> roller coaster ride of emotions and things and yeah it's it's a very wild ride for sure so yeah I am happy to take you along this ride and for anyone that's in this experience as well um to take you along for the ride to let you know that it's okay to be lost to be financially struggling to be asking bigger questions about your purpose, about the community you want, the type of relationships you want, where you want to live, like to really be diving deep and ask those real questions and connect to your real authentic self and not the self that you have built over your life based on your parents' ideas and society's ideas of who you were meant to be. And yeah, just creating a life that is aligned with your true self. And that is very important to me and, you know, part of why I created this podcast. So, yeah, I'm super excited for you to be listening, excited to dive into Boston and the past year. Um, We'll see if tears come on this episode. (laughs) It's definitely a year where tears could definitely come out at many points. But, yeah, we we shall see. I just want to say in the beginning kind of introduction of this, too, I am looking to take a new coaching client Um, If you're interested, email me, DM me on Instagram. And when I take a new coaching client, there's like an hour or so intro call and it's a free call. We just get on Zoom for an hour and we talk about what you're wanting to transform in your life and why you're interested. And yeah, it's really fun. And obviously there's no commitment for getting on that call. You just, you tell me what you're going through. We talk through some things. We see how, I don't know, we can make some shifts, improvements, see if we like vibe together. So it's super fun. And you can kind of just see, see how you're feeling. So if you have any interest in that, like I said, please send me a DM. I would love, love, love to support you. I've absolutely loved working with my first first coaching client it's been like such an honor and a privilege so I would love to support you as well and support you as someone who has (laughs) been through some heavy shit who's been through financial heavy shit family trauma like whatever you're needing to support someone to support you in I'm I'm here for that and there's I think one really good reflection with my first client has been like I make a really, I make a non-judgmental, open, loving space to bring anything forward. There's, it's a safe space for every experience to be shared that you feel comfortable and a safe space for any thoughts or true reflections or emotions or feelings or yearnings that your soul has to share all of them. So I just, it's such a privilege to provide that space um, because that can be so so healing and I just hope to provide that to everyone in my life that is open to such a space but yeah for this episode too just to give you a little update I moved out of Boston um yeah I moved out of Boston like 10 days ago 
went to New York, which was magical as always. Um, was in DC, which DC reminds me a lot of Boston. Then I went to go see my grandma and some family. Always interesting. And now I'm back on the Outer Banks for a couple months. So <laughs> we will see how this goes. Because if you've listened to certain episodes of the podcast, you know how I feel about the Outer Banks. Absolutely beautiful, but filled with trauma. <laughs> filled with the trauma. So, yeah, that's kind of where I am at now and coming to you and reflecting on the past year in Boston after leaving, shutting the door, closing that chapter and that chapter being over. And it, it would have been very interesting to record before I left, but I'm excited to be recording on the other side of closing that chapter. Um, yeah, I guess so to start start on that I kind of wanted to briefly summarize how I was feeling before I moved to Boston I it was right when the pandemic hit I was having to decide on a job offer every other place had frozen hiring and I had to make a decision the job had been a dream job for me exactly what I was looking for except for um the the um the income the salary was way lower than expected so I had to make a hard decision on choosing that and you know negotiating and kind of letting go of a lot of um just just honestly things that were really important to me that I had to let go of to accept that job and really had to brainstorm how to make money on the side to even make the job work because the income was so low um so I, I did accept the job, had a lot of doubts before leaving New Orleans, um, just without, with entering in a place of scarcity again was very confronting. Having a roommate again was very confronting. I'm very much a person that likes to live alone. I feel the most regulated in my nervous system, the most calm <laughs> when I am in a situation like that, um, So yeah, it was just a lot for me to process and be okay with. And then on top of everything, you know, we were going through the beginning stages of COVID and there were some good and shining moments of the beginning stages of spending more time outside, finding like my love for, I don't know, just being outside and being in a park and how fun just drinks and picnics in the park was and just like kind of coming back to simple, simple joys in that and really going like bare bones on like what was needed for my mental health when that all first happened but it was it was hard and I was really debating this job on top of everything on the brink of leaving a place that I absolutely loved leaving a living situation that I absolutely loved um having the last three months of my time in New Orleans kind of robbed from me lots of emotions with that so I was really in quite an emotional washing machine as I was leaving to go to Boston and there was a lot of fear and doubts and ultimately me coming back to the aligned decision that felt very scary of still going um, and doing things on the side and starting my my own business and that part of this opportunity was to start my own business and really start to make those things take off and invest in a course to help me start my business and all of these 
all these different things. So yeah, I ultimately decided to go to Boston. Lots of reservations, lots of fears. Um, really not sure how it would go and really had a hard time leaving New Orleans, but I left. <laughs> was very sad to leave. Um, but once I started driving away, I started to feel hopeful and optimistic for a new life and a future life and yeah just a bigger city and trying something different and I, th- I think in June in the summer of 2020 we started to feel a little bit more optimistic and I think <laughs> we were uh, tricked is one way to say it but kind of tricked into thinking that that would be the end of the um, pandemic with some talk of a second wave and like it was a very interesting time, but June definitely felt very optimistic for people. Um, so yeah, I kind of started my drive to Boston, visited people along the way. Um, I was living f- a sublease that could turn into a year thing with um, with a friend. Um, and yeah, I think when I first got to Boston, like the first week, I was really enjoying it. I was just like, I love, <laughs> it sounds so funny now, I love the architecture, like the South End in Boston is beautiful, and like, I had fun with my roommate the first night, and I was like, went on a good date, and I was like, you know what, I'm excited for this, and I really loved my job at first, like I really was excited for it, and I also, um, I was able to have a good routine in this living situation and I don't know do all the things that are important I was really on top of work and everything um and then (laughs) things just gradually started to go south I had to like take plan b again which was just a small thing and then I had another I had a friend breakup which was shitty and then I got lice which was shitty and then me and my roommate started to have a lot of issues Um, and he was also just not inclusive or inviting me to things, um, which just like obviously hurt my feelings and yeah, so that kind of all started to happen. And then my uncle who had had cancer, who I'd been really hopeful the whole time he had had cancer, which we found out about in like February or March, right? Kind of when COVID happened of 2020, um, it was kind of like told to me that he would only be alive, you know, like a couple more days or or a week. And I was freaking out, wanting to go see him, trying to juggle, you know, still training for a new job and all of this kind of going on, the lice and everything else. And then, yeah, he, um, I had to go into work the day when he had gone into a coma and was about to pass away. this girl at work was really rude and not understanding about that um shout out to her she shows up later as really a shining star (laughs) of my experience in Boston but yeah she was just like I had told her what was going on and yeah it was kind of weird but anyway I was like really upset that day and then my uncle passed away and I I really I I still don't even really feel okay with it. Like I still, the grieving process feels very incomplete for me and it felt really hard and really sudden because I had to come to terms with the fact that my uncle was, was dying in a matter of 
a matter of a couple of days and I wasn't able to see him and he was a perfectly healthy person the last time I saw him. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really hard. Um, and yeah, kind of from, from that place, from that place, I was just trying to keep up with the expectations of my new job and kind of hold it all together. And like I told some of my coworkers, but my boss didn't know and just like really trying to handle all of that. And then having more roommate stress when he like invited some person to stay with us for two weeks and like that was really stressful and I was trying to work and she was there and it it was just like yeah it was just kind of a lot and then I was like having to move again because he said my past roommate that he was leaving so I was like trying to figure out where I was going to live next and orchestrate like moving again after I just moved which was like um, super challenging and then and and then I like had this negative experience with this like one guy and that was hard and then it was just like I felt like I was just trying to hold everything together to like move and then was living in this environment that was like really shitty and like hold everything together with starting a new job and work and it was just like really really hard um and it felt like I was just holding it all together until I moved and then finally I think in this phase too like I said I felt positive about Boston kind of like in June and it kind of just started to fall apart especially by August I really I was really starting to feel like, oh, I don't really like this place either. And it was just like so much more strict than New Orleans around um, just COVID stuff and like what people would like do and if people would hang out and like just people not at all wanting to do anything because of COVID stuff. And then, yeah, so that was like challenging. And so, yeah, I'm moving and like trying to hold everything together. And then, um, U-Haul so I had gotten some of my stuff out to have like a bed and a dresser but I didn't need my living room furniture because I was subleasing so I planned to get that out in the fall so I like go to get that stuff out of storage when I'm moving and they can't find my box later to find out they had thrown away all of my stuff so that was extremely stressful and then I had to like take a moving truck and figure out somehow moving all of my stuff in spite of all of this and uh, yeah that was super stressful (laughs) um and it took a while it took like pretty much a month to get any answers on anything and I didn't have any furniture like all I wanted was to finally get settled in Boston and it took like into October until and I'd been there for um like five months of that four four or five months at that point before they finally told me they had lost my stuff and I was able to actually get money reimbursed so 
I feel like I was dealing with that and things were just like really deteriorating with me because all I needed was some sort of home base. I'm trying to hold up with the expect like the really high expectations of this new job and not even having a place to work from and then in October having to go back for my uncle's funeral, my friend getting married. It was just like kind of constant and all I had wanted was to just finally um, finally get settled in Boston and it was taking, you know, taking forever and it was affecting my ability to work well at work because there was so much chaos in my life. Um, so yeah, I went to my uncle's funeral, my friend's wedding, which both brought up like a ton of emotions. I still like couldn't really find my bearings and was just having a really hard time, really hard time being in Boston was really not liking it more. COVID cases were rising, so like no one was doing anything. I was super, super lonely in Boston. Um, didn't really have any friends. <laughs> like I had, I still enjoyed my work, but it was becoming, it was starting to get to a point in October where it was just incredibly stressful because I felt behind on things and I wasn't being open about everything I was going through so I felt like I was like not doing well with that so work was stressful and I didn't have any friends and I was just like going through so much and then we find out that my grandma has cancer and it's around Halloween when she can get her surgery and she and it also snows in October and I'm also like starting to get scared in September because it's already like in the 50s and it's September and I'm like oh no fuck winter's coming (laughs) I'm not prepared holy shit like what have I signed up for so yeah all the things winter's coming it starts to snow my grandma is getting surgery to get the tumors out of her colon she goes into surgery the day before Halloween um and they they like hit something and there was internal bleeding and she stopped breathing and like I just get a call that like the night of the 30th of October and my mom's like your grandma stopped breathing basically like we don't know if she's going to be alive in the morning because she stopped breathing and she's back like in the OR um so (laughs) It's like snowing and I'm like going to get a hot chocolate with my roommate and I'm just like going to this park where this park, this park in Boston, I swear, it's all so many sides of me. I cried in this park so much and I can remember my 24th birthday. I was sad as fuck then too because it was right after I moved when all my stuff was not settled. All I wanted to be was just be settled. I was sad as fuck about my birthday even years are hard for me my 22nd birthday was also hard and 24 it's been hard as fuck I'm excited for 25 but um yeah I get that call from my mom luckily the next day get the call my my grandma lived um also had an experience of talking to my uncle that died which (laughs) that's a whole other episode and he told me that she my grandma wasn't going to die but anyway, um, wake up the next morning, my grandma's alive, and yeah, yeah, wake up the next morning, grandma's alive, so eternally grateful, just feel like I've been on edge for like the five months I've been in Boston, go to this Halloween party, 
which is shitty. It's with people I work with. And it's just so clear and so evident from this party that I'm just so different than everyone I work with that just like we are so not similar and just honestly I just felt like none of them had my back and I felt like I was like about to be just yeah just no one had my back and I, I definitely learned a lot about work relationships I feel like from that experience too so I think kind of after that I just really started having trouble liking work as much like into November I finally had a conversation with my boss, took some time off about my uncle and my grandma and (laughs) you all losing my furniture and my roommate issues. Like I finally took some time off after that. But then in general, in general with my job, um, was starting not to love it as much because I really didn't feel like I had people that wanted to help me at work. I felt like I had felt very welcomed and it felt very inclusive at the beginning. And then after that, I kind of just felt like people had decided like they didn't like me and they didn't want to help me or work with me. And I, yeah, it just made work really hard because I felt like I didn't really have any allies. And I also was setting up a new project with working with someone that was very interesting, <laughs> to say the least. And, um, it was it was just really there was a lot of stuff to do and handle with this new project and yeah it was overwhelming but I feel like I was handling it and dealing with it but having some struggles with work because it was that was really complicated and I didn't feel like I had good really work relationships after um kind of after that experience which made it harder and just working from home and all the chaos that I'd experienced also made it harder and it wasn't And it was hard because I wasn't really happy in Boston. In November, I really tried to be happy the most that I could. I was working out more consistently. I um, was trying to see friends more. I was going on dates again and dating more from a place of like going on dates with people that I would actually see some sort of future with and dating in that respect and had like a really good fun date and yeah it was just like having a little bit more fun in Boston it was feeling just a little bit more tolerable I guess I would say that month um because I didn't really mention this but before in October and everything too I was like I was just so miserable so miserable in Boston it was hard to like keep up with my work and everything too because I was so depressed in Boston and with everything going on with COVID and the second wave and winter coming. I was like unsure if I could make it through COVID times in winter in Boston um, just with how fucking depressing everything had been um, and was really debating moving back to New Orleans because I was so unhappy. Um, and had decided and come to the decision in November to stay and make the best of it and it was like not good but I was (laughs) I was finding some joy and some happiness and it was getting better in October being in Boston or in November being in Boston and then I was supposed to go for Thanksgiving to see to see my friend um but she had been going through something so I hadn't heard from her to New York and I was like you know what I still want to go to New York for Thanksgiving this feels really good for me and like I feel really excited by this and I haven't done I haven't left I mean I guess I had gone home but I hadn't really like gone somewhere 
new or exciting kind of since the pandemic and it felt really good and exciting to um go to new york so for thanksgiving i was so on the fence of it too like i really decided at the last minute that i was going to go to new york and but i intuitively knew i was like being called to go there and just just wow just just absolutely wow like i i look back on that moment and it's so funny with the eclipses right now that we're looking back on the june eclipses and the eclipses in november because i was in new york during those during the eclipse portal and basically found out boston was not right for me in june the ones kind of last year around that it was like i was start the truth was starting to come out at the end of june in 2020 but i was super called to to new york during when the eclipses in november end of november december were to start soon and yeah i just had the most um every trip i've had in new york has been magical but i had the most magical trip to new york the first time i went i took the train that was amazing. I had like such an amazing experience staying in Soho and went to comedy and had fun and like (laughs) hooked up with people that were fun and exciting for me at the time and met like a friend and like it was just like it was such a good trip and after then of it for both of us it was like we both knew that we needed to be in New York and on the ride the like train ride home it was just like I had a vision and it just so clearly clicked for me that I was meant to come to Boston to find New York and it was just so clear that I was meant to come to Boston prepare for New York by being in Boston with the winter with the things about being in cities with being in a slightly bigger city like all of that that Boston prepped me for New York and that the reason I got this job that paid so low and all of these crazy things was to start my stuff on the side to eventually do my own business. And it was just like, I saw myself living in New York. I knew I needed to go there. I saw myself in New York as an entrepreneur working for myself. And I saw it so, so, so clearly. I felt it in my whole body. Um and it was like well, after that moment just when i came back like every everything had changed i came back and in december it was it was just even harder to be happy in boston because i knew i i knew i wasn't supposed to be there i felt like my life was already in new york um and not in boston and i made plans to go back for new years and you know kind of be back as soon as I could be back so just all of December was pretty hard for me um really just trying to figure out when I was going to go to New York kind of like process the eclipses the end of the year and a lot of different like energy and things happening in December um planetarily and energetically with like the end of the year and kind of figuring all of that out um yeah and kind of trying to figure out with my vision and kind of integrate and process that into like 
when am I meant to be in New York? How much longer am I going to stay in Boston? Um, and yeah, kind of all of those thoughts. And at the time I'd kind of planned, you know, like I really don't want to leave this job, even though I'm not super happy. There's enough pluses. So like maybe I'll do a year at this job versus two years. And that was like kind of my thought process at that point, um, which was still hard to come to terms with and just trying to figure out how long I could I could make it in Boston because I really just was not happy there. So yeah, kind of just kind of just sitting with <laughs> sitting with that and trying to figure out what what would be what would be best there. And um yeah, just kind of trying to get through that, hanging out with some people in Boston. I I took December off of alcohol, which was a really um amazing month. Um until New Year's I I did that and I really enjoyed it. Really felt good in my like really just I need to do a full podcast episode on that because it was a really amazing experience. Um, just of standing up for what's right for you and dealing with other people's discomforts when you say no to drinking and, um, just my body felt really good and my body had been like subtly telling me it needed a break and it just, my body really did need that break and it was very well received (laughs) in my body. Um, so yeah, that was also great. I was still hanging out with some people kind of trying to make Boston bearable and then you know it was the holidays so I had to go home for a little bit but still was having to work a lot because we had pretty much no vacation time and then yeah for New Year's I was going to New York and yeah I'll probably mention a little bit of that here and then we'll talk about my last five five-ish months in Boston on the episode next week but yeah so I plan to go to New Year's to New York for New Year's, um, went to New York, had an amazing time again, um, New Year's was great, it was an exhausting experience the whole time being there, staying with friends and having lots of champagne and doing a lot of stuff, but it was so, so, so fun and very much just another thing where I felt my life there and was excited to explore more of New York from that experience and just coming back from that trip it was like I had felt really um like it was hard to exist in Boston and then coming into 2021 and coming into November I also felt like it was very hard to exist in Boston and even harder, but I'm on the edge of my seat and I want to tell you guys more of January, but um, that what has ensued the last four months, um, that will be for an episode in the next couple of weeks, but I can say things, uh, things got very challenging after the first six or seven months were already pretty pretty challenging the last period of time that I was there was a very very interesting experience so guys as always thank you so much for listening and yeah stay tuned for next week where I tell 
the rest of my story of my time in Boston. And like I said in the beginning of the episode, it feels very fitting to be reflecting and telling the story this week in the time of eclipses of releasing the past year since last June, incorporating the lessons from the eclipses in December. And yeah, just really really releasing this time so I can move forward to my new life in New York. Um, Yeah, so thank you so much for listening, coming to you in a very tender, open place from the eclipse um, on my period. Very emotional, all the things as always, but yeah, um, I appreciate you guys so much and thank you so much for supporting the podcast and yeah, stay tuned for next week. All right. Bye.